Today, let's read Hebrews 13. Continue in brotherly love. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those in prison as if you were bound with them, and those who are mistreated as if you were suffering with them. Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we can say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, and not by foods of no value to those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve at the tabernacle have no right to eat. Although the high priest brings the blood of animals into the holy place as a sacrifice for sin, the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to sanctify the people by his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have a permanent city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. And do not neglect to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they watch over your souls as those who must give an account. To this end, allow them to lead with joy and not with grief, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us. We are convinced that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. And I especially urge you to pray that I may be restored to you soon. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with every good thing to do his will. And may he accomplish in us what is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I urge you, brothers, to bear with my word of exhortation, for I have only written to you briefly. Be aware that our brother Timothy has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with all of you. And this is God's word. The author of Hebrews wrapped up his message by giving believers some ways to put our faith into action. It starts with love, according to verse 1, which shows itself in how we act toward other believers, again, verse 1, how we receive and care for outsiders, verse 2, and how we pray for and care for those who are suffering under persecution for Christ. That's verse 3. Living for Christ in this age means honoring marriage with purity, according to verse 4, living without greed and materialism, in verses 5 through 6, acting properly toward the leaders of our church, in verses 7 through 
17, and praying for all those who are serving the Lord in verses 18 through 19. Finally, the author of Hebrews prayed a beautiful benediction over the original readers of this book in verses 20 and 21. And then he closed in verses 22 through 25. For today's devotional thoughts, I'd like to focus on verses 15 and 16, which in the NIV says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. These verses follow verses 11 through 14, where the author of Hebrews made one final reference to Jesus as our priest. Just like the body of a sin offering is offered outside the camp, Jesus was sacrificed outside the city of Jerusalem, according to verse 12. Going to him for salvation is, metaphorically speaking, like leaving the city of Judaism. All who follow Christ are now outsiders. But that's okay, because we're looking for an eternal city anyway, according to verse 14. But just as there were thank offerings and free will offerings in the Old Testament, whereby a worshiper could bring a sacrifice just because he loved God, now the author of Hebrews says that we Christians bring a thank offering in our words. He tells us to offer this offering continually, that is, many times throughout our lives. And the content of this offering is the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. This is evangelism. One of our acts of worship as Christians is to claim Jesus openly and tell others about our faith in him. The second type of Christian sacrifice is described in verse 16, which says, And do not forget to do good and to share with others. Again, that's in the NIV. This consists of being generous to other people. It may be others who have a need or simply others uh, whom we choose to bless by giving. So we do not bring a sacrifice for our sins to appease God's wrath for what we have done. Jesus paid the penalty for this himself, and his blood makes the people holy, according to verse 12, like an Old Testament worshiper who brings freewill offerings just out of love for God. We bring sacrifices of worship to God when we openly identify with Christ and share his eternally life-changing message and when we are generous to others around us. Here's an opportunity then for us to look at serving God this week. Are there lost people around you who don't even know that you are a Christian? Look for an open door to speak to that person about Christ. Are there others around you who have needs or who would just be blessed by your generosity? Reach out to bless them with what you have, a financial gift, a meal, or whatever. God loves these kinds of Christian sacrifices because they show our love and devotion to Jesus. Yes, the Lord loves our worship and praise through singing and prayer, but he also is delighted in our actions through evangelism and showing kindness to others. So consider ways to worship the Lord this way on this day, and I'll see you next time.